Jim Harbaugh is back, but for how long? Either way, it feels like the season starts for real now. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Today's show, Harbaugh is back and ready at Michigan. Buckeyes defense playing at a historic level. We'll talk about that. And is there a quarterback controversy at Nebraska, plus our Big Ten power rankings. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, Jim Harbaugh is back. I'm not sure for how long. I'll explain. But Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh is done with his self-imposed three-game suspension. Four alleged recruiting violations, cheeseburger, gate, whatever you want to call it. It's over for now. For now, there might be some lingering in the next year, but we'll get into that. And now he can return to the sidelines for Saturday's Big Ten opener against Rutgers, a battle of a couple of undefeated teams. Uh, Rutgers coming in at 3 0 to Ann Arbor. Noon kickoff on the Big Ten network. Truthfully, things won't be that different. Harbaugh has been with the team six days a week for the entire season, leading practice and game planning with his coaches. So he has been through it, just hasn't been there for three hours on Saturday afternoon. And through a rotating gauntlet of assistant coaches taking turns, being the interim head coach, Michigan players seem, seem to rally or bond around the mission. The mission was to come out on the other side of the three-game suspension, 3-0, and and that Mission was accomplished. Michigan, good to go. Looking good. They could clean up some areas, but they looked good, strong, and powerful. And, you know, with East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green on the schedule, a 3-0 start under any circumstance was probably expected. Don't tell the co- coaches don't like that with coach speak, but that's probably the reality of it. But instead of 3-0, what's really expected, the mission really is to go 12-0. It's to go 12 and 0. It's to get in the Big Ten Championship. It's to get into the college football playoffs. It's to win a national championship. That is the mission at Michigan this year. Now, is Rutgers just the next sacrificial lamb on a march toward a championship for the Wolverines? Well, respectfully, now, Rutgers is 3 and 0. Now, their wins are over Northwestern and Temple and Virginia Tech. Not exactly a super tough schedule, but I don't think anybody in Ann Arbor is going to raise their hand to talk about tough schedules so far, right? Let's be honest about it. Michigan, though, is a 26-point favorite in this game. I'm not sure if you noticed, Michigan, while winning with all Harbaugh, they didn't beat a lot of point spreads. So they were doing what they had to do, get the win, and move on. This week, in fact, Harbaugh said that he'd just be happy with a one-point win over Rutgers. A win is a win and have everybody stay healthy. That's his main goal right now. He's not going in there looking to blow anybody out or take anything for granted at this point. 
He also noticed that while he was at home watching, really loves how this Michigan defense is playing, particularly up front, everywhere, just playing really well. He mentioned that um, emphatically early this week. Uh, he said there's still some things to clean up with his football team, but he said it's great to be in a position to learn from mistakes and still win football games. He says it's like winning twice. I like that. It's like winning twice. You get to clean things up because you're making mistakes, but you're still getting the W. Fundamentally, though, fundamentally, Rutgers has some strengths. Coach Greg Schiano has built this team from the inside out. They're pretty tough in the trenches. Pretty strong. Got a good lineman on both sides of the ball. And their style is to just basic football and punch you in the face. That's, that's how they are this year. Now, unfortunately for them, this weekend, they're scheduled to fight the biggest kid on the playground in the Michigan Wolverines. So you can punch and be tough all you want. You're going to take on a pretty tough opponent in the Michigan Wolverines. A couple other points about Rutgers that you want to know. Running back Kyle Manungai, he is the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week. He scored three touchdowns against Virginia Tech. He's the first Scarlet Knight to win this award since Gary Nova did it back in 2014. I mentioned this in yesterday's podcast in case you missed it. Nova won it twice in 2014. He had won it earlier in the year when Rutgers beat Michigan. In fact, fun fact trivia for you right now. Rutgers' first win uh, against the Big Ten team as a member of the Big Ten was against Michigan. So Rutgers did beat him back there in 2014. Back to Manunga. In addition to his three touchdowns, he rushed for 143 yards on 16 carries. That's almost a nine-yard per carry average. He is sixth in the nation in rushing. Michigan better not take him lightly. I don't think they will, but they better not. So take care of him. And the Wolverines, I think, could chalk up a 4-0 start before hitting the road for the first time all season. In fact, they got back-to-back trips to Nebraska and Minnesota. And, you know, I remember when there was first originally some chit-chat this summer about Harbaugh being suspended four games. He would have missed this Rutgers game and then would have come back to the team for the first time for back-to-back road games. That would have been a little tougher than it would have had to have been. In fact, had he set out the first four he wouldn't have even coached a game at the big house until uh, October against Indiana. And the season would be almost like it would feel like it'd be half over at that point. But uh, that wasn't the case. It's three games, and he at least gets a home game, uh, a home Big Ten game at the big house Saturday afternoon uh, at 12 o'clock. So, look, barring any freakish injuries or anything, Michigan should be in midseason form pretty quickly. We all know they're a very good football team, maybe even a great football team we'll go ahead and uh, give them that they uh they do look great but again still room for improvement according to jim harbaugh and um we won't really know how great they are we can say they're a great football team we won't know how great they are really until november when they got penn state maryland and ohio state all on the schedule that's where the schedule really steps it up a not you don't want to take anything ahead of time for granted but that's where the real meat of this schedule is then, of course, the Big Ten Championship is going to come along. College football playoffs will be here. And Wolverine fans, if you're watching and listening, hopefully Michigan will be right in the middle of all of that. Then, then we might you know, find out what Harbaugh was thinking during his little three-game sabbatical here. Was he sitting around? as Was he as enthusiastic as ever about Michigan as, as a program, as a school, as an institution? Is he upset with this self-imposed? Um, 
suspension that he had to take? Was he in on that idea? We still don't know. Nobody, to my knowledge, has asked him, were you in on that idea? Did you suggest that? Or were you told, hey, you're going to take this three-game suspension? And was he not happy about it? Is he stewing a little bit? Is he mad at the NCAA? Well, he's absolutely mad at the NCAA. Is he mad enough to where he's going to just say, forget it. I'm going to go to the NFL. And we don't have to deal with this kind of stuff. Are there going to be more suspensions on the other end? Was this three game just part of it? Because maybe they're expecting a six gamer down the road because negotiations weren't going well back in the summertime. I'm not sure. You're not sure. He's not sure. But either way, does that force his uh, decision one way or the other? Does he want to be at Michigan forever? Or does he still have that itch to go to the NFL? So by the time we get to January and February, that's what I call Jim Harbaugh rumor season. And, um, you know, that's going to happen probably uh, more times than not every single year, it feels like it. But for right now, there's plenty of football to enjoy, and the Michigan-Rutgers game is at hand. Would love your comments on any of my comments and thoughts. Hit me up on Twitter at uh, TalkBig10, and also uh, you can follow us here on YouTube and hit us with, with, with any comments there as well. Love, love to hear from you. All right, uh, coming up, we are going to take a look at a historic historic Ohio State defense. Everybody's talking about, all right, the offense, they woke up, they're ready to go. Defense has been spectacular. Plus, maybe, maybe a quarterback controversy at Nebraska. We'll get into all that. Plus, I have some game times for you, some some TBA games on the schedule for a couple of teams. We have some uh, times that have been announced, so we'll share that all with you right here as we continue on Locked On Big Ten. And I want to tell you about bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg and give you a very sculpted look. Makes you look good. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit uh, way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. And, uh, of course, uh, Bird Dogs are functional for any occasion. I just got some myself. You know, I've been sitting here talking about them, and I'm like, I got to get them. I, so I do. I have shorts. I pants. They're the most comfortable things I've ever put on my body, period. It's incredible. You can wear them out on date night, golfing, work, casual, lounging around hanging around the pool, whatever you want. They're just, they're just perfect for any occasion. You can go to birddogs.com slash college, lockdown college, and enter that promo code lockdown college at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. That we promise you. All right, so um, let's get into some other teams around the Big Ten other than the Michigan. Buckeye fans, got some news for you. And I took a little bit of a dive into this yesterday, but I have some more details I want to share with you. So uh, Ohio State, talk about the offense, waking up, getting going. That that seems to be the case. In fact, they had that 35-point second quarter the other day, uh, their highest-scoring quarter in 73 years. The defense has allowed the fewest points through three games since 1975. That's a couple generations now. And rushing yards through three games lowest. Uh, IU, 71 yards. That's all they gave up on the ground. 
Youngstown State, they gave up 99 yards. That's the most they've given up. Western Kentucky, they gave up 80 yards. So a total in three games, 250 yards rushing. So that's what they got in store for Notre Dame coming up. Meanwhile, at Nebraska, Matt Rule was asked if he's opening up his quarterback competition. And I think it's a fair question. I think it's a very fair question. Something I've been wondering about for more than a week now. Jeff Sims was the starting quarterback there. He did not play too well in the first two games. Then he suffered an ankle injury against Colorado, but he had six turnovers in two games. Backup Heinrich Harburg looked pretty good in his place. Um, Rule uh, bought himself some time by saying, hey, both quarterbacks are good. He won't get into any hypotheticals. That's how he got out of it. I won't, he won't give up any in, in any hypothetical situation because he didn't know who's going to be healthy and when and where, and that's going to be a factor in his decision-making. I respect that. Um, and he said that Sims faced a lot of difficult situations early on that weren't all his fault. And let's face the competition he faced was a little higher. It was Minnesota and Colorado. Meanwhile, Harbor came in and faced a lesser opponent in Northern Illinois. The Huskers face off Louisiana, face against Louisiana Tech on Saturday. That's a 3:30 game on the Big Ten Network. So stay tuned for that. Also, while we're on Nebraska, some bad news, uh, some injury news. Running backs Gabe Urban Jr. bad hip out for the year. Uh, Ramir Johnson also shoulder out for the rest of the season. Urban, I particularly like. Talked about him here on this podcast a lot. He is a hard runner, and he's not afraid to go in between the tackles and mix it up. And he led the team in rushing with 196 yards so far. And he is the number one, was the number one option on the ground for Nebraska when, when the quarterback wasn't taking the ball. Nebraska likes to run a little option where the quarterback runs, and then the next option, the running back. That's what they've done in their three games so far. And they are going to uh, miss Urban. You fighting Illini fans. Illinois football tweeted out that Johnny Newton was the highest rated power five defensive tackle in the country last week. He graded out an 89.8 versus Penn state, according to PFF college. So got most of the plays, right? Nice job. That game time for Illinois, their game against Purdue. That's a West Lafayette on September 30th. That game time has now been set for two 30. That game's on Peacock. Also the Hoosiers versus the Terps. That game at Maryland on September 30th, that kickoff time has been set. That'll be a 3.30 game, so mark that down. And finally, a note from uh, Luke Fickle and the Wisconsin Badgers. As you know, the Badgers play Purdue on Friday night on FS1, and he reflected on how the challenges of the first three games got them ready for Big Ten play. Like they, They're coming off that loss against uh, Washington State a couple of weekends ago. He said there was a lot of adversity. They had to work through some stuff. They had to grind it out and find a way to win against Georgia Southern. That game was tied at seven at the half. They were able to pull away and win fairly easily, but it was a rough start. So now it's time to pull it all together. Everything we learned from all those games, pull it together. And that's going to you know, get some consistency, get rid of the mistakes. And now we're going to be ready for Big Ten football. That is Luke Fickle talking about Wisconsin. All right, there's a couple other things I want to tell you about. First of all, I want to thank you for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. And since college football season is here, maybe you've caught this by now. But on Fridays on this Lockdown Big Ten channel on YouTube and also all of our other Lockdown uh, Big Ten schools channels at 11 a.m. Eastern on Friday until 1 p.m., two hours, 
we uh, have our special Locked On College Football Kickoff Live show. I participate in it. I'll be on there for a few minutes as well. Always am. Uh, but you can check that out on this channel on Friday to get you ready for the weekend and any other Locked On College YouTube channel. Don't want to miss it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Also, a couple of weekends ago, uh, we decided here on Locked On Big Ten we were going to go live on Saturdays on the on our YouTube channel and uh, right after some of the later games. So about 9.30 or so, the last couple Saturday nights, we've been coming on live for a half hour, having a good time, and uh, it's been pretty successful. You guys have enjoyed it, and I'm telling you now in case you missed it. We're going to do it again. It's going to be a little later than normal on Saturday. We're going to do it after the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. That's going to be a big, big time, good time to be on the air. So late Saturday night, just uh, flipping through your phone or whatever, make sure you catch us on Lockdown Big Ten. We're going to go live after that game and certainly would love to hear your comments on it uh, here on youtube or on um twitter at talk big 10 number 10 talk big 10 coming up we are going to take a look at our big 10 power rankings as presented by me but also my colleagues at locked on uh they all voted again and they put together their um their top 25 as they do each and every week. So we got that going for us. We'll pick it apart. We'll look at it. There were some changes. I took a sneak peek at it just a little while ago. So we got all that coming up next on locked on big 10. Jace medical. I'm going to tell you about Jace, uh, the Jace case. They have five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use available to you. All it takes to get a Jace case is just fill out a simple online form and in some cases, jump on a quick call with uh, one of their board-certified physicians if you have any questions and get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. This is doctor-created and doctor-recommended. Here's what they send you. They send you this, uh, this uh, zip pouch. It's full of uh, emergency antibiotics and um, very handy. And you just don't want to be caught unprepared because, look, a disaster can happen. I happen to live in a hurricane-prone area. Uh, supply chains go like that in emergencies. Sometimes you don't have your medicine. Uh, we just got through a pandemic. Couldn't find stuff. Even pharmacies were running out of stuff. Be prepared. Don't be caught um, unprepared for any of this stuff and help you and your loved ones make it through some difficult emergency times. Here's what you do. Jace Medical is simple. You just go online. You fill out a form. Then you get your prescription life-saving medications right to your front door. They were right at my front door the other day. And it gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping you have access to these medications in emergency. Jace Medical, make sure that you have medication on hand. You can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code Locked On. Locked On at checkout at jacemedical.com. Go to Jace Medical, and Jace is with a J, so J-A-S-E, medical, jacemedical.com, and use my code Locked On and take care of yourself for all kinds of emergencies, and you get your medicines because you got them. All right, so it is ranking time. Let's uh, let's check this out. Let us start out with our Locked On College colleagues, and I'm going to add to the big screen here on TV and going to remove that, and we are good to go. All right, let's go full screen with this. So let's take a look at it. 
My colleagues have picked Georgia, number one. Michigan, number two. No change there. Longhorns at three. And also, we've got uh, the Seminoles of Florida State at number four. Boy, they look, although they had a squeaker against Boston College last week. And also, uh, Southern Cal at number five. Future Big Ten School, Washington, fresh off its beatdown on Michigan State at number six. Uh, Penn State is at number seven, Ohio State eight. I think they flipped, uh, flipped, my colleagues flipped this. I think last week, Ohio State was seven and Penn State was eight. So they flipped it. And by the way, there's Ohio State at eight versus number nine, Notre Dame. Those two teams meet this weekend. Oregon at number 10. They got Dion, right? Colorado this weekend. Oregon and Colorado. Let's see, where is Colorado? Colorado is 18th on this ranking. And any other Big Ten teams? We've got the Iowa Hawkeyes at number 23. So there you have, and there's Clemson rounding out the top 25. So these are the top 25 locked on top 25 poll by my uh, college host at locked on college host. So nice job by them as always. And now it is time for our power rankings. Uh, the big 10 we're going to, let's go through, let's start with the bottom Cause there's 14. Let's, let's start with the bottom 14. All right. My big 10 power rankings got the Northwestern wildcats at number 14. Sorry. They're just going to be there for a while. The Indiana Hoosiers at number 13. Uh, even though David uh, Jackson looked pretty good at quarterback, I think their offense is starting to wake up at Indiana. Nebraska Cornhuskers got to win some games now. Well, yeah, I mean, you won a game. You won a two. But uh, at number 12, but I can see Nebraska moving up if they get this thing figured out at quarterback. I think this is a good team, good defense. Michigan State Spartans, I don't know what to do with you. At number 11 with the whole Mel Tucker thing and the way you responded to Washington, but Washington's a super awesome team, so I don't want to penalize you too much. But right now, that's where I got Michigan State at number 11. Let's put the rest of the top 10 up. Got the Fighting Illini at number 10, and they did not look good at all against Penn State. Purdue Boilermakers, I'm putting at number 9 at uh, one and two. We'll see. I still think there's room for improvement for this team. The Minnesota Golden Gophers at number eight. I was as disappointed in them as they were disappointed in them against North Carolina. I really thought they'd give North Carolina a better game than they did last weekend. Got Rutgers at number seven, undefeated. Got Michigan this weekend. I got them at number seven. The Wisconsin Badgers at number six. I believe if I remember correctly, they were five last week. So I've flipped them and Maryland. I got Maryland at five, Wisconsin down at six. Maryland fell behind by two touchdowns two weeks in a row, but showed uh, the wherewithal to bounce back and then just turn it on, explode. You know what? Their defense is pretty good, too. Maryland Terps at number five. Got the Iowa Hawkeyes at number four, and uh, they got the whiteout game at number three, uh, Penn State. I got Penn State at number three. Those two play each other. Big whiteout game at Beaver Stadium Saturday night. And then the Ohio State Buckeyes, they have a night game, of course. They're at number two, taking on Notre Dame. Huge playoff implications. We are going to talk more about that game in tomorrow's podcast, so you don't want to miss that. And at number one, I still think the best team in the Big Ten right now all around is Michigan State. Or Michigan, Michigan. Michigan Wolverines had them on my brain for some reason, but talking about Mel Tucker so much. Yes, Jim Harbaugh back and the Michigan Wolverines at number one. So that is how I have our Big Ten Power Rankings this week. We update them each and every week. Always have a bunch of fun with all of that. All right? Let me know what you think. Disagree with me if you want. I don't care. I love it. Love conflict, discussion, open-mindedness. Hit me up at Talk Big Ten, number 10, and on YouTube with the comments. Uh, there are many ways for you to interact with me, of course. 
And one of them is at Twitter at Talk Big Ten. We have our website, of course, as well, talkbig10number10.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now for your favorite podcast app, from your uh, favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it's available each and every day. Now I am inviting you to check out something else. How about the Lockdown Sports Today podcast with the latest on everything else going on in sports? In the meantime, have yourself a great day. And again, next time we are going to dive deep into the Ohio State-Notre Dame game that is coming up this weekend. Can't wait. Have a great day. Talk to you next time. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten.